Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Dr. Sabrina Steerwalt, and I'm Everyday Einstein, bringing you quick and dirty tips to help you make sense of science. Some of my best episodes, in my humble opinion, are inspired by the questions that my daughter asks me. To make it through another heat wave here in Southern California, we were borrowing a neighbor's pool when she suddenly became very concerned about sharks. I assured her there were no sharks in the pool, but she kept reconfirming with me. Still no sharks in the pool? I asked her how she thought a shark would get in the pool, and she matter-of-factly pointed out that someone could drop one in via helicopter. I tried to insist that would be a very expensive operation with little to no benefit, but she wasn't convinced. So I tried another approach. Sharks are saltwater fish. Well, most of them. They don't survive in freshwater pools. But how fast, she wanted to know, would the freshwater take out the shark? Fast enough to keep her safe? Of course I told my child that indeed a shark dropped via helicopter into a random pool in Southern California would not survive long enough to enjoy her as a snack. But I wondered how long would it really take? Overall, our bodies are around 60% water, and that varies by organ. Our brains contain 73% water. Our lungs are 83% water. And even our bones contain 31% water. If we lose just 4% of our water, we experience dehydration. A 15% loss could be fatal. We need water to fill our cells so they maintain their shape which in turn supports important biochemistry that goes on inside those cells. Water also forms the membranes around our cells that keep important molecules in and harmful molecules out. So even though we could survive a month without food, we would only last about three days without water. And we can't drink salt water because it ultimately dehydrates us. That's because our bodies need to use more water to flush out the extra salt than we gain from drinking the salt water in the first place. A process called osmosis keeps the concentration of salt in fish cells at a comfortable level. Osmosis occurs when a solution on one side of a membrane, like a cell wall, is more highly concentrated than the solution on the other side. So if there are more solutes, that's whatever is dissolved in the water, in this case, ions, salts, and other nutrients, on one side of the cell's outer membrane, the solvent, that's the water these solutes are dissolved in, passes from the area of low concentration to the area of high concentration. Adding more water then dilutes the side with the higher concentration to try to balance things out. The membranes that surround the cells are semi-permeable, meaning that the water moves in and out of the cell easily, but the solute, the salt, does not. 
Some fish, called osmoconformers, keep their body fluids at the same concentration level as the surrounding water, so they don't require an ongoing inflow or outflow of water. Other fish, called osmoregulators, have different concentrations inside their bodies versus outside them, but they actively work to counterbalance the results of osmosis. For example, freshwater fish, like goldfish, are saltier than their surroundings. Osmosis causes the surrounding water to move into their bodies through their gills and skin, so they need to urinate frequently to get rid of it. And they don't drink because they don't need to. They've got enough water coming in thanks to osmosis. They can also excrete any excess salt ions they may take in via their gills and mouth. This balancing act that maintains the right salt level in their cells is called osmoregulation. Saltwater fish, like tuna, are less salty than the water around them. So for them, osmosis causes the water to move out of their bodies. That means saltwater fish actually have to drink to stay hydrated. They direct some of the water that comes in through their mouths to their digestive tract, and not just back out their gills the way freshwater fish do. But drinking salt water, of course, adds salt to their bodies. But drinking salt water, of course, also has the result of adding salt to their bodies. So they also have special cells in their gills to remove salt ions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Other animals that spend time in and around the ocean have their own tricks for getting rid of excess salt. Otters have very concentrated urine. Albatrosses have special cells in their bills that excrete salts. And turtles cry salty tears. Here are two experiments you can do at home to see osmosis at work. First, dunk a raisin in fresh water. You should see it bloat and swell up. The raisin has a higher concentration of solute. In this case, the solute is sugar. So the water flows into the raisin. Now dunk a raisin in salt water. It shrivels up. That's because the salt water has a higher concentration of solute than the raisin. The water passes out of the raisin in an attempt to create a balance. You can also observe osmosis using potatoes. Cut up a potato, fill two cups with water, and add salt to one of the cups. Let the slices of potato sit in the cups overnight. In the morning, you should find that the saltwater potatoes are crunchy. They've lost their water via osmosis. The freshwater slices should be softer because they've absorbed some of the surrounding water. Sharks, on the other hand, do not rely on osmosis. They are osmoconformers, meaning they keep their bodily fluids at the same concentration as the surrounding water. Those concentrations, however, are made up of different ions. 
In particular, sharks use the urea their bodies naturally produce. Our bodies also produce urea through the metabolism of proteins, and we excrete it in our urine. So sharks use this ion, which is normally a waste product, and instead store it so that their cells have similar concentrations of ions to the salt water around them. That's a pretty nifty trick to be able to live out your life in salt water. If we were to put a freshwater fish in salt water, or a saltwater fish in freshwater, they would fare similarly to our raisins and potatoes. The freshwater fish in salt water is now less salty than its surroundings. Water starts to flow out of the fish, but the fish doesn't have the right coping mechanisms for taking in water to replace it. The cells will shrivel up. A saltwater fish in freshwater is now saltier than its surroundings. The surrounding water flows into their cells, and they begin to swell and bloat, possibly rupturing. So how much salt is too much? Well, freshwater has a concentration of less than 0.1% salt by weight. Ocean water, on the other hand, has a salt concentration of about 3.5% by weight. Uraline fish can live in both fresh and salt water and usually have salt concentrations somewhere in the middle. Salmon, for example, are born in freshwater but live out most of their lives in the ocean. They return to freshwater only to spawn and keep their solute concentrations around 1%. North American eels do the opposite, spending most of their lives in freshwater after being born in saltwater. Even fish that are totally transferable between fresh and saltwater still need time to acclimate as they move from one to another, much like we humans need to give our bodies time to adjust to the lower oxygen levels at higher altitudes. So now to my daughter's question, how long can a saltwater fish survive in freshwater? Well, those who have ever maintained a saltwater aquarium know that a freshwater dip can be used when saltwater fish develop a parasite called ick. The parasite can't adapt and its cells quickly erupt in freshwater, while the fish suffering the parasite can wait it out. Perusing aquarium chatboards tells me that the recommended time for such a dip is anywhere from 30 seconds to 10 minutes. That's really fast. On the other end of the spectrum, bull sharks are known to travel in rivers like the Mississippi and the Amazon. They are considered advanced osmoregulators and have been seen as far as 60 miles upstream in waters with salinity as low as 2.1%. So, unfortunately, my daughter is right. It's possible that a shark dropped into a swimming pool could survive in fresh water long enough to snack on a small child. It looks like I'll have to return to convincing her that no one would ever really want to do such a thing. Please no one tell her about the plot to Shark Night 3D. Until next time, I'm Dr. Sabrina Steerwalt with Everyday Einstein's quick and dirty tips for helping you make sense of science. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.